Keep your finger on the pulse of the financial industry with Finteract, an online community of forward-thinking financial advice professionals. Finteract is your digital hub to stay on top of trends, start conversations, connect with fresh perspectives, and gain valuable insights from peers. No sales pitches, just a collaborative, members-only community to help you maintain a growth mindset, inspire others, and learn new ways to propel your business forward. Apply to join at Finteract.net. Welcome to an industry in transition, the must-listen-to podcast for financial advisors and industry leaders from Tony Sirianni, the CEO and publisher of Advisor Hub, where we explore the week's news and events and put our ever-changing business into perspective. Tony is joined each week by industry leaders, mavericks, and disruptors who give their take on our industry and their thoughts on where we are headed. If you want to remain relevant, you can't miss it. Now, here's your host, Tony Sirianni. Welcome, everyone, to another uh, Tony Sirianni podcast. I'm really happy today to have Lori Stack, who's the VP of Business Development, as well as the head of Avantax Women's Advisor Forum with us today. Thanks for being here, Lori. Appreciate it. Well, thanks, Tony. Excited to be here. It's a topic I'm very passionate about and and near and dear to my heart. Uh, I've been in the industry um, over 30 years, so have seen it where it has started and where it has evolved to and really proud of where we're going. Yeah, I know it's 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 it really has uh, changed over the last I I've been in the business you know even longer than that and it's as dear to my heart because my uh middle one of my middle daughters I have four of them is now in this business. She's starting out and she's uh, working in an RIA and she's uh, getting her licenses and all that kind of stuff. So um I'm Excellent. I'm yeah, I'm really optimistic about the future with this stuff. So um, you and I talked a little bit before, and I know you're passionate about this stuff. And just, you know, because of the breadth of experience you have, what what do you see as sort of the, the two or three most important issues for female advisors today? And, and I think it's changed over the years, right? I mean, probably right. something 30 years ago, it's different today. So what do you see, you know, today? So if we kind of go back to where it all started, because I think that's just a good place to start. I believe many women received their opportunity in in our profession that's male-dominated by a male ally. So I think the one thing to note and to, um, you know, talk about is that leadership and and allyship is not gender-specific. It is definitely across the board for the people who want to be inclusionary and and set them on their way in the right trajectory. So I think that's where we started. And today I see that there's, I think the narrative for women is changing. And as I spoke to a group of women last year, and we talked about women, you know, in finance breaking are breaking the barriers. A woman at the end of the conversation said to me, Lori, why are we still talking about that? So I gave them you know, that 18% of our profession is women. And by 2030, two thirds of the wealth in America will be controlled by women. But that's not what she was asking me, Tony. She was saying, let's change the narrative. So now when we think about women in finance, we think about what tomorrow looks like, what the, you know, as I just, the topic that by 2030, two thirds of the wealth in America will be controlled by women. So what does that look like? What is building your brand look like? Is that different? Is it yeah. the same? 
I think that this is a, a rich topic because we, we recently did our, our founders forum, you know, event, which is for multi-billion dollar teams, right? right. And so the, all the advisors presented and they were mostly men. We had, there were women there as well, of course, uh, but yeah, they were presenting and it was things, themes that were made sense. It was, you know, golf tournaments and how they helped their clients, all these different things, a lot of process driven stuff. And then uh, towards the end of the day, a, a, a female advisor presented and everybody had was in rapt attention because advisors understand the numbers that you just said. They, they know the right. two thirds of the wealth is moving. They understand the boomers are aging and women are going to be there. She was talking about how she makes you know specialized teas for her clients, how she does wellness courses, how she does. All the men were just wide eyed and mouth open like we got to do this. I'm not doing anything like this. There's nothing even remotely like this in my practice. And it was so funny how they all went up to her and said, and they all said, you know, we've got to do better at getting women in the business. So you, you talked initially about male mentors. And I really do see it as, as uh, today's financial advisor who's running a business can see this sees this as an opportunity and a challenge, right? To bring the right people in. Absolutely. And you hit the nail on the head. I mean, Tony, so many women like to go to a golf tournament or a sporting event, but the women, you know, that are building their brand differently inside of Avantax are doing different things. We have Deanna LaRue is one of our top advisors and she does a whole bougie uh, photo shoot. And she works with many female executives that on the grind, you know, when they have families and balancing all that, but she brings in a photographer and, just as something fun, just for them, and yeah. not that a man wouldn't enjoy that. I'm not. I'm not saying that, but no, no, no. I, but I think to your point, we got to get over thinking about that. We just got to. We right. just got to. We just got to broaden the offering. Just right. as a as a practical matter, you know. I, I, yeah, I I grew up on a golf course. My dad used to make me play golf. I could do it. I don't like it. I I spent my time with my kids when I was the last fifty years. Right. But some people would like pictures, and some people would like golf, and some people would like tea, and some people would like a scotch tasting. Right. Some people want to do the Formula One racing that you can do with Porsche and other people want to do the taste of Atlanta. And so right. go, and go to the best chefs and and have a cooking class. And it's so it's just changing the narrative narrative, but also, you know, diversifying your perspective on it. So I think building the brand is really important. And I think the the other thing you mentioned earlier, which is part of the future, is next generation. So. Uh, Caroline Peel is one of our young advisors. She swam at Cal, worked for Nike, and her father retired, and she took over his business in Colorado. Now, Caroline was a marketer by education and everything, but coming in, she's her target market is next-gen athletes. Yeah. But she took over her father's business, so she has clients that are 50, 70, and 80. So she needs to, she can't have a one marketing approach fits. So she has to incorporate the best of what her dad did and what she wants to do in the future. And, and you know, that, that ideally, right, that's where everybody is. We're trying to right. you know, make that. What, what other challenges? And this is, of course, you know, I have a, an interested party in my daughter. But um, what, what other, you know, challenges for, for next gen? First of all, look, as this is like everything. We have a, we have a challenge just getting next gen people in the business, right? Merrill Lynch cancels their training program. The other thing I see that's disturbs me is that the the larger firms of big banks that do training programs now 
aren't teaching entrepreneurship or how to build your own business. They're sort of having you learn how to be in a bank branch versus how to start your own business. And you and I know, and I think this is part of a piece of this is, is has to do with women is that the way to build wealth in this business is to own your own business, right. And to build it. And that's different than working in a bank branch. And, um, I wonder if this is too, if you found this to be the case. So when I was hiring, you know, women for, for my branches, they often didn't want to take the commission job. They took another job where they, you know, Hey, I can give you a $50,000 base, but you can make, make 200. I'm going to, somebody's offering me 90. I'm going to take that. You know, that's a, that's a better deal. So I, I felt like that was a struggle to try to get, get folks to understand the, the commission really can work. If you make, it's not a joke. <laughs> we can so, make- so, and I think that's where, being a part of a very um, strong ensemble practice where you have the opportunity to um, go independent. I started in the insurance world. Many people, men and women started with a large insurance company. And that's how I, that was my um, way into financial services. But I think working with teams, having working for an organization, RIA or broker dealer that has great trainings that can help you evolve from just a real out there being a real financial planner and salesperson. The other where Avantax has an advantage is because we work with CPAs. Yeah. Yeah. Women see the path to be a CPA. Our profession does not attract women generally great at attracting and recruiting women and them seeing it as a natural path, but they might through what you just said. They might start out in a bank or in a insurance company in an operational role, and they involve they evolve because someone shows them that it can be done and and how they can do it and kind of letting go of that that very very fearful part of there being a salary, moving on to you know generating your own wealth and yeah, and for your family and for your right. family future. And the thing I always stress is if you're your own boss. You're your own boss and you you can have your kids in the office. You can, and not only that, you should go to the 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 baseball games, the lacrosse games, the field hockey right. games. You, you should go because you're going to meet clients there. You, you, you're going to, that's how you're going to network. So it is a, it's a great job uh, for family oriented people, all of them and women. It is, it is. And I would argue a little bit I, I that, not argue, but I would say this has really changed men take paternity you know yeah. when when uh, a woman still carries the baby and that's not that hasn't changed tony but okay. you know men and women share in that first early few months where they'd like their child at home before daycare or having someone come in so i think that is another change in the industry where um strong corporations i think most corporations and companies offer maternity and paternity leave so the man and can share in that or the partners can share in that whatever your situation is but you so you can both share in it not being maybe the person you know who the mom who traditionally carried the baby yeah and i think that that also speaks to brand i mean wouldn't as a brand you want to be seen if you're a dad be seen as the the family guy who takes care of his his family and and that's again on the sidelines of the game at the at the event or wherever it is you're going to meet clients potentially that you you know that that's that's what you're representing correct correct so i think we're evolving and getting to the right place of where we need to be and i think the programs you build within your organization 
inclusion is just the right thing to do. It's good people behavior. It's it's human behavior. And sometimes I think people make it um, make the topic more difficult or more confusing than it is. It's just the way you show up. You think about any industry, any sport, you know, think of the country as a whole, how we are evolving in all those ways with diversity, equity, and inclusion, and women, and, and you know, all of those things across the way. It's just about human decency to me. If people put in the work, they deserve an opportunity at the table and an opportunity to shine and make it work for them. For sure. And look, uh, and we also made, a, a, I think, a compelling business case, which is that the boomer generation is aging and the women are going to control there. And adv all advisors who run businesses, if, if you're an entrepreneur, you've got to ask yourself, how can I adopt a female friendly presence in the marketplace so that I can recruit women to my team so that they can service more female clients or help me get more female clients? I mean, just as a practical matter. So I guess I'll, I would ask you that question. So if you're a, a like-minded advisor and you want to sort of uh, create, a, a, adopt this more female-friendly presence in your uh, network, in your marketing area, um, and I want to recruit female advisors, how, how do I do that? Or what are some good ideas? So it's it's where do you, it goes back to your marketing and your niche, and it is where you spend your time. So when do you, where do you spend your time as a financial professional, focusing on clients that you want to attract. So going to the events where you know women attend that are women that uh, would be women who would invest with you. So, and, and that's across the board. It could be going, you know, uses here, you go to your Rotary Clubs or you go to, the, you know, there was a traditional event. You go to events that attract women. A lot of those events are, conferences that people like you all hold all over the country where you'll you'll find other like-minded women and then you uh digital marketing has hit like an all-time high so where do women go digitally and what are the things they watch and what are they interested in and doing marketing there and a, a lot of social media marketing and kind of coming into new age and i think it's also educating yourself on what professions are women being attracted to and are women succeeding in? Well, you, you, mentioned, you mentioned the CPA role. Let's talk a little bit more about that and uh, how they work with the Vantax and, and also how women fit in there. Right. So we were just, we just got an award that we're in the independent space with a number two um, IBD for women that right. are financial professionals. So to be an accountant or a CPA is a profession. It is proven that women going to school, becoming an EA on their own, you know, um, just out there in, in business, find a way to or are attracted to. So that is how we've leveraged that, the CPA industry to educate, nurture, and promote women. A perfect example is I had a, we have a women's practice in Texas, fabulous CPA firm and financial advisor. We have a, another practice that's predominantly female in Milwaukee. The networking, these two women 
our friends, they go to our conferences. But when Charlene Wearing was looking for a succession, she had many people in her area that she trusted and, and, and um, would work with, but she said, I'm not selling the businesses separately. Taxes have become, you know, um, critically important, especially, and made, I think, nervous over the COVID time and the things we've gone through. So she said, I, I don't, I want to sell them together. And I said, well, Charlene, you work with Lisa Pugel on many things and on um, advisor council and many other things together. And you said Lisa was wanting a presence in Texas. Why don't you talk? They have merged successfully and Lisa's going to be her succession. And they are in the top 10 of all firms at Avantax today. That came from just, you know, really having the conversation. Does it have to be the person up the street or can it be someone else that you know that's like-minded and that could handle her tax business? Because many people wanted her, you know, her wealth management business, but not everyone who had a CPA firm had the bandwidth to take on her tax business. It wasn't that they didn't want to, but you have to have the bandwidth to take it on. And they are flourishing and um, it was so great to be in London at our top producers event when they were in the top 10. And yeah. it's a very female dominated uh, firm. So I think those types of things, the synergies you have there, and then I think it's education, Tony. What predominantly was women yesterday might not be tomorrow. So what are the avenues for you to educate yourself where I know that I have um, one of our advisors works with a lot of female executives at Boeing. I wouldn't have naturally, my uncle worked at Boeing in Kent, Washington. I would have naturally not thought that that was evolving as well. So I think what we're finding and what you've been talking about is we are evolving in, in professions all over the country. Educate yourself where they need your help. And females are very in touch with community outreach younger kids on finance finances and why it's important and educating the underserved. Yeah. So it's something they do that to other avenues, other organizations where you will find that, um, you know, the presence of female, you know, professionals in the, in those organizations. Right. That, that, that's, that's great advice. And I think that, uh, that that's the kind of thing that all advisors should think about as they're building their practices, you know, make sure it, it uh, is reflective of the larger community. Right. And those are good ideas to get in front of some of those groups yourself. And, and especially if you have a mindset like that, that's something you want to help and you could also you know increase your business. So believe it or not, we're over 20 minutes of, 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 of talking about this topic, which, which I'm sure we could talk another 20. We could do this again, Lori. But is there anything that uh, you want to talk about that I didn't ask you about? Well, just in closing, um, when I do, when I talk either for a Vantax or go to an industry conference, I many times find something in, in a feed that I have or on my phone, something comes up that you know, gets me excited about talking that day. And when I when I spoke in Atlanta at a women's conference, a feed came up and it was Morgan Freeman being interviewed. And you might remember 20 years ago when Mike Wallace interviewed him and asked him if he could, you know, garner the same salary as his white counterparts. Mm -hmm. 
And he said, why are you asking me that? You know, invite us to the table. We want to put in the work. Well, when someone asked him that this year, he said, every day of the week, three times on Sunday, change the narrative. If you put in the work, you'd be invited to the table. And I think that goes across the board. So, um, and when I spoke on that, I actually had four black women come up to me after um, the session was over and said, thank you. We want to, we want a place at the table. We believe we should be here. So it's inclusion all the way around, but it's also about the difference in men and women. And, uh, and we are different and that's okay. That's good. And really, you know, using those with our male allies and with our male counterparts to be the best we can be and make the best of each other. Great. That's a great message. Thank you, Lori. Appreciate you being here. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thanks for joining us this week on An Industry in Transition. Make sure to visit our website, www.advisorhub.com, and subscribe to Advisor Hub. It's free, and you won't miss any advisor news or events. While you're on site, check out all the podcasts available. Click on the Deals Pages and Resources tab for valuable content, or check out the Market section with its guru predictions, latest fintech offerings, you name it. Feel free to email Tony Seriani about specific questions we can address on the show. He can be reached by email at contact at advisorhub.com. Please note that all requests and questions are handled with complete discretion and confidentiality. Thank you for listening, and be sure to tune in next week for the next Industry in Transition episode.